Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Family Ministry Podcast at Fairview Church. We are so excited that you are joining us today, uh, whether you are on uh, Apple iTunes or on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, we are going to be talking about uh, this new school year. And uh, yeah, I bet as parents, some of you are relieved. Uh, you don't have to find something for them to do this summer. Um, and then some of you uh, are homeschool. We have a lot of homeschool families at our church. And so some of you, it's just a norm- normal uh, rhythm of life. But uh, either way, we're going to be talking about how we can uh, utilize our parenting uh, going into a new school year. And so uh, it's just me today. And so uh, stick around. It's going to be great. And uh, thank you so much for being here. And as always, if you can leave a review uh, on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this, it would help us out greatly. Alrighty, See you in a second. All right, folks. Well, hey, we are going to be talking about this new school year. And as I said, some of you may be excited uh, that you don't have to find things for your kids to do. Maybe you, they went back to school yesterday or some of them might actually start next week. I know there's a number of schools starting next week. Um, but uh, yeah, we have this new school year. And if you're homeschooled, so my family homeschools. Uh, so if you're homeschooled, then it's uh, really just kind of regular rhythm of life for you uh, as normal. Uh, with some changes, though, uh, there are some unique challenges to uh, any type of schooling uh, that you you choose for your child but uh, yeah it's a new school year and that with that is an excitement uh, is really really exciting to have a new school year uh, my son Jonathan is entering first grade which I can't believe that he's in first grade already and then um, little Mason he is uh, not in school yet I think next year he's going to be in pre-k but man it's just crazy how time flies and I wanted us just to think about three specific things that we can think through in our parenting as we enter into the school year and just kind of keep on our radar because I know that uh, even if you homeschool, it's a different kind of rhythm sometimes. Uh, You're adjusting, you're adding things into your schedule. It's certainly true if you uh, send your kids to school that now they're not home all the time during summer. Uh, there's a lot more juggling maybe around with carpooling and, and trying to figure out rides and picking up and dropping off. And so we just want to make sure that in this uh, time of a new school year, new schedules, new priorities that we think uh, critically about what it means to be a parent. And I just wanted to give you three things I think is essential for parenting as we move into this school year. First off is this, make the most of the drop-off and pick up time. I think sometimes we can think that uh, these are just uh, little silly times in the car that uh, they're not really foundational. But to be honest with you, they are probably the the, the only uh, time we can be with our kids in an intentional way. Um, I remember uh, when Jonathan was in pre-K, you know, he would get up in the morning, he'd eat, we'd rush out of the house to get him to pre-K. And, uh, you know, that time in the car was so important. It's a time where I can talk with him and I can see how he's doing. I can uh, pray for him. There's a lot of different things I can do in that car ride that I think I can be intentional with because now that I won't be having so much time with him throughout the day because I won't be with him to to teach him throughout the day right I have a limited number of time now right I only have a few hours with him a day and if you think about that and if you've taken any of our courses we kind of walk through our parenting classes we walk through kind of your your hours of influence that you have with your child and how it diminishes uh, every year that they grow up 
And so uh, the reality is you have very limited time. So every moment that you have, you need to take advantage of and see every moment as a possibility for you to parent. And so when you're dropping off or picking up that half an hour, 15 minutes, whatever it might be, there's some things that you can do to be intentional with that time instead of just allowing it to go by and not taking advantage of it. The first thing that you can do uh, is potentially do an Awanaverse. So if you guys are in Awana clubs on Wednesday night, then, uh, and if you're not, you can still memorize scripture, but use that time to memorize scripture. Go over your Awana verse while you're driving, all right? Or memorize scripture together. You can pray together as a family. Now, there's a couple things you can do there. If your kids are old enough, uh, you could memorize the Lord's Prayer and pray that on the way and teach them the Lord's Prayer. Uh, on the way to uh, on the way to on the, on the way to school, and so that'd be in Matthew chapter five, and so just look that up, and and uh, you can even play it. You know, all of our phones now have Bibles that actually you know play or you know they read it out loud to us, and so we don't have to even read it, right? We can just listen to it. But uh, you could you could do the Lord's Prayer and teach your kids the Lord's Prayer, or you could teach something simple. And so something that we did for Jonathan, and we're going to be doing for Mason as well, um, as, because they're a little bit younger, or they were younger when they were in pre-K, uh, was teaching them a very simple, simple prayer. And here's how it went every morning. Like when I would drop Jonathan off to school, this is what we would pray every morning. We made up hand motions. You can make up your own hand motions for this, but we made up hand motions as well so we can remember it. And the simple prayer is this, God, help me to honor my teachers by listening and obeying. Help me to honor others by sharing. Help me to honor my family with the choices that I make and help me to honor God by seeking his kingdom first. And so uh, really the idea there, and you can change the uh, action or the uh, application of it, but the whole point is to talk about honoring authority, so our teachers, honoring others, our other classmates, honoring our family, right, our parents, that, that their actions or, or what they do uh, will impact uh, when they come home normally, right? If they have a bad day at school, guess what? Sometimes they come home and they're in a bad mood. And then uh, honoring God, right, that is the, the most important thing is honoring God with uh, the way that we live. You can change some of those applications out uh, there, but the whole point is just so that they're honoring um, their teachers, honoring others, honoring family, and honoring God. And you don't have to put application. You can even just say, God, help me to honor my teachers, help me to honor others, help me to honor my family, and help me to honor God the way that I live today. And that would even be more simple uh, for you to be able to do. Uh, and the car ride, and it's very simple for little kids to memorize that. And so that's the first thing you can do is making the most of drop-off and pick-up time. You could even listen to worship music uh, when you pick them up. Uh, when you pick them up from school, you know, being intentional. How was your day? Now, if you're like me, uh, when I was a, a kid, it'd be like, it was fine. It was okay. And I didn't want to elaborate. Ask them questions. You know, hey, what did you eat for lunch today? Or, hey, what did you learn in school? Or what was your favorite thing that happened today at school? Or, if you notice that they come back and they're not having a, a, a good uh, day or they seem kind of upset, you know, that's a teachable moment. That is a moment that God has given you as a parent to dig into and to talk with them and teach them about how to respond to the things that happen to us at school. And so I just want you to uh, take those moments not for granted, okay? Take those moments as an opportunity. 
Second thing is to prioritize your schedule. And uh, I'm the first one that uh, needs to be told this because along with the school semester, soccer starts up for our family. And so if you know my family, we are big soccer fans. And so my both my boys, uh, even though they're young, they play soccer. And so I'm training them to be soccer professionals one day. I'm just kidding. They probably won't be that one day. Uh, but we love soccer and we play soccer. And every semester I ask the boys, hey, do you want to play soccer? Because um, we want them involved in something, you know. Uh, that's just kind of something in our house. Household. We want them to be active. And they say, yeah, we want to play soccer. I said, all right, then you can play soccer. Um, but with soccer, with both boys comes two practices a week. Also will come two games a week. And so you're talking about four different opportunities that are now being piled onto my family schedule on top of all the other things that we do. And so we have uh, D groups that we do um, throughout the week. Both Amber and I have D groups. We have Wednesday night activities at church. We've got Sunday morning activities at church. Uh, we have uh, college things sometimes to do with our college ministry. And so when you start looking at the semester, it gets pretty full pretty quickly. And to add soccer on top of that, what I notice is at the beginning of every school year, I have this shock of just how busy my schedule is. And I really have to prioritize the important things. And so what I want to just say, it doesn't mean that you can't play sports, you can't do these different things. Um, we do that as a family, but it means that I had to be more intentional with the time that I have actually inside. So while you're making the most of your driving time, you also need to make the most of the time that you have at home. And there's a couple ways that you can do this and prioritize in your, in your home. Well, first is not packing out your schedule. That's the first thing that you can do is setting limits to your schedule. Uh, if you're out every single night of the week, for again, I only have two kids. I know a lot of our families have more kids than that. And they are literally going every single night a week, right? They have something going on. Listen, that's packing your schedule. It doesn't mean you can't accomplish what you need to get done. But what it means is that you're very, very busy. And when you're very busy, what it means is that you need to be more intentional on your time management. So the more that you have in your schedule, the more you're packing into your schedule, the more you need to be sensitive to the fact that you're going to have less time to spend with your kids in other areas. That's just the reality, right? We have these time blocks. We fill it with something. Other things don't get filled there. And so we need to be intentional and think through how we're spending our time. Because if we don't, what we're going to find is we're going to get to from Sunday to Sunday without ever having a conversation with our child about Jesus or these other things, or just leaving it up to the church or saying, hey, we're only going to pray at nighttime. And I really believe that um, as followers of Christ, as parents who are supposed to disciple their kids at home, they need to see us uh, more than 10 minutes a day following Christ. And it needs to be more than just bedtime. And so I just want to just impress that upon you. There's ways that you can do this to be very simple. Praying in the morning, um, you know, praying in the morning, dinner time, right? Making the most of dinner time. And so uh, one of those things would be not uh, just allowing dinner time to be, thank you for my food, amen, and then going to eat. You know, you may want to get prayer cards and, and you can pray about something specific, at prayer time or you uh, what we do at our at our household is that every year we get all these christmas cards from our friends and our families and so what we do is we have a big uh, prayer jar on our table that all those cards go into and uh, usually once a week if not more we we try to do it pretty regularly but at least at minimum once a week we pull out one of those cards we let the kids pick they pull out a card and we pray for that family or that person 
um, that evening. And so that's just a way that you can get in the habit of doing that. We have prayer cards for missionaries at our church. You can take some of those and pray for those people um, at dinner time as well. Just making the most of dinner time instead of just saying, hey, you know, thank you God for my food. But being intentional with that prayer is helpful. Uh, family worship time at least once a week, setting a time to talk about Jesus. Now, I think every day is important for our kids to study Scripture and to read their Bible and to, if they can't read, to look at stories of the Bible and as a parent kind of explaining in simple ways some of these stories. But what allows us to do is that if we, we set a time once a week to say, hey, you know, Tuesday night or Thursday night or whatever it is, this meal, this dinner time, or hey, we're going to do an extended uh, bedtime. And so instead of the quick 10 minutes to go to bed, you know, we're going to do 30 minutes. And one of the things that we're going to do is that we're going to read a Bible story together, right? Being more intentional to read a story together, to talk about God, um, is going to be so important for you and your family. Again, I think our kids should be engaging with the scripture every single day. I think that's important for them. I think they need to see their parents uh, engaging with scripture every day, but setting a specific time at least once a week to say, hey, we're going to talk about this and ask questions and and really just uh, think through how the Bible impacts our life, I think is a really, really important, especially when we have a busy schedule and you get home at 8.30 every night from something and you're tired, right? You have to force yourself as a parent to say, no, I need to do this if I haven't made a margin anywhere else in the schedule. And then last but not least is to be creative, be creative. Um, and this is where I think it's helpful to know your know your student, to know your child. What what do they love? What are their dislikes and their like you know their likes? What really impacts them the most? And so, like Jonathan, for example, he loves art. He loves crafting. He is a very crafty artist. Okay, he likes soccer, but you can tell that all he wants to do every single moment of the day is draw. He loves drawing. And so, uh, what we're going to be doing this semester is we are going to uh, start from the beginning of the Bible. This was Amber's idea, by the way, so uh, props to Amber. Uh, but she she got him a little drawing book that was already, you know, like one of those drawing books that have the, the spines already in them. And every day, Jonathan, or a couple times a week, Jonathan's going, we're going to read a Bible story together, and we're just going to have him draw it. And the whole point is for him to kind of go through Scripture by drawing his own pictures to depict Scripture. And, and what the cool thing is, He's also learning words, and so he can draw the picture, and then we can say, okay, uh, this is the garden, right? Or creation, and we can help him spell the word creation, and he's learning in that, in that manner. So you can be creative with those types of things um, on how our kids learn and what their likes and dislikes are. Now, Mason is not. Uh, I mean, he likes crafting. Uh, for sure. He likes drawing, but he is more of our sports kid. He loves sports. He loves going outside and running, and he loves doing all these other things. And so the way we teach him has to be different as well. And so sometimes we'll play a game outside that's really active, and at each point there'll be a teaching moment. And that's how he learns, okay? So you just have to be creative with your own student and how uh, you're going to uh, utilize your time with the things that they love. Uh, because kids really learn in the atmospheres that they love and like and doing things that they love and like. Uh, if you ever had a six-year-old and under, you know 
that uh, teaching them something in an atmosphere which they are not happy in just doesn't work, okay? And so finding ways to be creative to allow your kids to flourish and learn is so important. And uh, finding those avenues, so if they're coming back from school at about 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock or whenever they, they come home uh, from, from school, you know, that finding them those engaging ways to be able to teach and learn and to flourish and to be excited, uh, that's going to be the key in allowing them to continue to learn um, at home and to learn about the Bible and about your discipleship process. And so that's kind of it. That That's what I wanted to talk about is just as we enter into this new school year, uh, just how to make sure that we utilize our time a little bit better by utilizing the drop-off and pickup time, by looking at our schedule and prioritizing, uh, making sure that we have room for uh, gospel conversation and spiritual formation in our family. Another thing you could do there, by the way, is when you're prioritizing your schedule is to set a time, set apart times for spiritual disciplines. And that's another story for another time. But setting a time to really say, hey, you know, uh, every Saturday we are going to do this spiritual discipline or whatever it might be will be super helpful, I believe, for your family. And so that might be, hey, a Saturdays are no cell phone or no screen dates. I know that's going to be crazy and sound crazy to you, uh, but that might be... Uh, a good thing or maybe Tuesday say hey Tuesdays are a great day to be off the TV so when you come home no one's on TV no one's on the computer no one's on their screen right we're just going to be family on Tuesday nights right it's up to you but those things will be be helpful and then lastly be creative with your child um, as your kid comes home from school or if they're at school because they're homeschooled, being creative in the ways that they can continue to learn and flourish in an environment that they love and like is super duper important Anyways, I love you guys. I am grateful for each and every one of you that you have taken the role as disciple maker in your families. It is so important to have parents engaged in the spiritual formation of their kids. And I am so grateful that God has given us so many wonderful parents at Fairview Church. So I am praying for you guys as your kiddos start their new semester. And I am praying for you as parents that this semester will be one of amazing growth and not only in your child's life but in your life i'm praying that this year would be a year of spiritual growth like no other in your life and that that would trickle down to your kids and i cannot wait to see what god continues to do in our family ministry this next school year don't forget august uh, 7th so this upcoming sunday is our moving up Sunday. And so all your kids will be moving up into the new classrooms for those upcoming sixth graders. Whoop, whoop. I'm excited for you to be in student ministry. I can't wait to see y'all on Sunday. And uh, anyways, it's going to be a really fantastic year. And then don't forget that Wednesday night activities start August 10th. So if you haven't signed up for Awana yet, uh, you need to do so um, August 10th. And then we have our student ministry uh a live gathering that happens on Wednesday as well at the same time at church. And so just make sure you're registering for all the things that you need to register for. But that starts August 10th on Wednesday. So it's awesome. Love you guys. Have a great beginning of the school year. And if you have any questions or you need to reach out, feel free to. Uh, my email is jspelina at myfairview.org. Uh, or you can reach back at rjones at myfairview.org. Alrighty. Have a blessed one. Bye.